Hi everyone, welcome back for another blessed episode of Encouragement Daily's podcast show. I'm your host, Timothy Bell. Thanks for joining in this week for episode 176. This week's message is, let's sum it up. Declare with your mouth and believe in your heart. Jesus is Lord. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining me for another blissful, encouraging message from the words of God. Uh, This week, this week, this week, this week has been very interesting. Um, And I know I say that from time to time, but I I, I really truly believe that every day is interesting. There's always something that's going to take place. Um. there's so many expectations for things to take place. And and a lot of times those things that take place are not what we're expecting. We're not in expectation for those things. Um, and sometimes it's good and sometimes they're bad. We start our days out with thoughtful prayers. You know, that's 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 a prayerful thought, we you know, I would say. That's why I say sometimes, you know, uh, because we 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 desire for everything to go right. We desire for everything to go smoothly. We desire for everything to be our way. And it's not going to always be our way. Now, yes, you've heard people say, you know, speak on your day, speak over your day. I, I even say that, speak over your day. You know, speak, you know, in the mornings, get up, you pray, you thank God for another blessed day. Waking you up, bless you to witness another day, giving you health in your body, you know, sustaining you and blessing you to be in sound mind and right mind, you know, and on and on and on and so forth. And then, you know, you speak over your day. I even tell everybody that, you know, you've heard me say that, you know, numerous of times. And it's important because guess what? Not everything is going to always go your way. Now, everything is going to go the way that you had expectations for. You say, you know, yeah, tomorrow going to be a good day. I'm going to get up, man. You know, I'm going to do this, that, that, and the other. You know, I think, you know what I'm going to have? You know, I think I'm going to have me some eggs and grits, man, tomorrow morning. I think I might even do me some toast. You know, I'm going to have me a certain kind of juice. And, you know, you can just go on and on and on. And, you know, I think I'm going to wear that nice little jar outfit that I had picked up the other day. I think I'm going to put that on. You know, you just got you just got so much in your head on what you're going to do and how you got things laid out for the, for the next day. So you're blessed to wake up the next morning. Okay? You get up, you begin to start about your day. Your prayer, you know, you get into your devotional time, you know, you shower, you know, getting yourself ready and everything like that. You know, you go to try to have the breakfast that you said you wanted to have and find out that you don't have no eggs. You're like, how did I not know I didn't have any eggs? I was right at the store. How did I not get no eggs? I don't believe this. I just, this is what I said I wanted to eat, and I don't have no eggs. So, so now I'm stuck with just having grits and some, some bread. You, you know, okay, so now it has begun. <laughs> so now it has begun. You catching now. You catching what I'm finna say. Just when you think your day is going to be just wonderful, one thing will take place and kind of just rewrite that whole that whole day. Something small 
something minute, something that really, if you took the time to really stop and think about it, you'd be like, why did I really even get upset about that anyway? Why did I allow that to bother me anyway? Now, me, today, it's a good day. And, and you know what, in spite of what has already taken place today for me, I still count the day as being blessful. And the reason why, because I have to look back on the fight that I woke up this morning. And I could have not woke up alive this morning. So, I've had some little small minor setbacks. Or I had some little small things take place that I was like, really? So, but then, like I said, I have to stop myself and say, wait a minute, hold on. Why are you getting upset or why are you allowing this to get you frustrated? You know, why are you allowing this to get you off track? Why are you allowing this to take you out of your peaceful zone? Because is it really all that serious to really, you know, allow it to take your time like this? Is it really that serious to allow you, you know, for it to allow you to come up out of your peacefulness and that of the Lord? That what you sat there and prayed about and ushered in to be your day is... What's taking place, what's unfolding, is it worth it to throw all that peacefulness, all that joy, all that sanctity out the window? You feel what I'm saying? And yeah, you can have sanctity. It doesn't, you, you don't have to be in the comfort of your home to have sanctity. You can have sanctity as you go throughout your day. You will be in a peaceful mindset. Your heart will be joyful and free and and, 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 and open to be allowed to be purged of the things that does not please God. So as you meet and encounter people along the day, you will not build up things on your heart concerning that person or towards that person. Because guess what? You have opened your heart and allowed God to purge you instantly from anything that may try to pop in your mind concerning somebody or a situation. Now, my day started off pretty decent. You know, I woke up, you know, grateful to be blessed with another day. Start my day out, you know, um, getting ready, doing what I need to do, get ready to go, you know. It started, you know, I <laughs> was getting ready to drive somewhere and I was driving and going through this parking lot. And I noticed something that caught my eye, and I was like, huh, that's interesting. So they're getting ready to do something over there. And, and then, so I'm looking at the road. I'm looking at where I'm going now. I'm not on the road road. I'm in the parking lot. But I'm looking at where I'm going. I'm going down the lane. I'm going around. You know, in this parking lot, you have to make sure that you're going around because, you know, and that you're getting ready to make the necessary turns and, you know, and maneuverments. And so I'm going, I'm thinking that I'm far enough over, and I'm going, and next thing I know, bow. I was like, what the heck? And I'm thinking that, I was like, I know I didn't hit no tree or nothing, you know. And I'm like, what? And I say, oh, man, please do not tell me that I have damaged my car. So, you know, I proceed to pull over to the, to the nearest parking spot and got out. Looked at the front right passenger side of my car, no damage. And I'm like, what the heck? And I said, okay, I must have brushed that curb. 
I must have burst, burst that little curb because you know how the parking lots are set up. They have these little, um, I don't know what you want to call them, little curb things that divide one parking lot, one parking space section from another parking place, place section. And they're like curves and they're like little things, you know, and they have the motion. Some of them have, you know, may have a tree or something there or some plants or whatever. But anyway, it's a curve. Okay. Nonetheless. Um, so I'm like, and I'm looking back and I'm looking around. I'm like, the heck did I hear that? And, I, and, I, and the first thing that came to my mind, I was like, I must have was too far over. And as I was going, that's why I said, that's why I was saying earlier that it's a parking lot to where you have to make sure that you're looking because as you're going around, it doesn't stay in, you know, the way I was going, it doesn't stay in one straight line. You have to keep turning to your left and turning to your left like that. And if you are not far enough over, you will hit, you know, touch one of those curves. And that's what happened. So I'm like, oh man, I just know I done messed up something. Get out, you know, like I said, get out and look. There's no damage to the body of the car. I look down at my tire and I'm like, please do not let my tire. <laughs> I look down at my tire and there was no damage to my to my uh to my rims. And I'm like, thank you. And then I just happened to notice a bulge, and I'm like, I know that it's not a hickey on my tire. And I reached out and I, t I was like, oh no. So that caused a bulge, a hickey, on the side of my tire. Displaced pressure, I guess is what you want to call it. I don't know, somebody who is experienced in tires would know exactly what the terminology for that is. And, you know, what is caused and what causes it and whether or not the tire would need to be totally replaced or if it just needs to be taken off and, you know, and examined and probably just remount, you know, rebounds, remounted or whatever. Um, but to me, it's an issue. It's a problem. Because now I'm looking at a tire that really doesn't need to be replaced at the moment. You know, I, I got several more thousand miles I can get out of it, but I do have a 65,000 mile warranty on it. And it's covered by, you know, any issues or problems, you know, that may come along that could damage the tire. It's covered. But this is the thing. That's an issue today. You know, that's an unexpected situation. Just like I said, you know, things happened that you were unexpecting. That was not what I was expecting. It was not. Okay. But I chop it up to me that, hey, I need to be more mindful <laughs> that these curves are sticking out a lot farther than what they seem to be sticking out, so you need to be paying attention. And, I, and I'm like, wow, I could have possibly may have cost myself 200 some dollars. Because see, even though those tires, my front, they're, on, they're, in, they're under warranty. But if I get that one place replaced, then I may have to get the other one replaced because the whole way that they're going to ride is going to be different now because the new tire is going to have new thread. The other tire, the thread is going to be a little low because they've been, you know, they got some miles on. 
So I was like, wow, okay. Not going to let this bother me right now. Uh, you know, I'll put that aside and I'll move on with my day and I'll, you know, figure out how we're going to handle that. But my whole point, the reason why I wanted to tell you that little short, little brief little story about what took place with me today is that my point in being is that things happen that we're unexpecting to happen. You know, it's not the type of expectations that we are looking for. You're in expectations for something to happen. But sometimes the things that happen are not what you're expecting. You're not in expectations for it to happen. So that's my point. That's my reason for telling you the stories because some things will take place. You say, well, I'm in expectation. Okay, what are you in expectations for? I'm in expectation that, that you know, that my break, you know, my breakthrough going to come through that. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get this job or I'm going to get this promotion. I'm going to get this raise, you know, or, you know, I'm going to get approved for this house. I'm going to get approved for this car. I'm in expectations. But you were not in expectations on your credit report coming back with a, with a glitch on it. And the dealer says, I'm sorry, but, you know. We can't loan you, you know, we can't, we can't take out a loan with you right now. <laughs> you know, we can't give you a loan right now. We can't, you know, finance your car for you at this moment. And you're like, wait a minute, hold on, my credit is good. But see, you were not expecting there to be a glitch. You were in expectations of that car. <laughs> being in your hands, but you were not in expectations of something that happened that left a glip mark on your credit. Thus as life, we go through life and we're unexpecting. We're in expectations of wonderful things taking place. You know, we, 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 we're wanting things to play, take place. We're doing things and making moves so that things will take place. And so we're in expectations. But there's some of the things that take place is what we're not in the expectations for. And it can just throw our whole day off. Now, that would happen with me with the car. If I allow it, yeah, it could throw my whole day off. Because my whole day, I'm going to be going through the whole day like, man, I can't believe I did that. Unbelievable. I can't believe what the heck was I thinking about. Why wasn't I not paying attention? I could just give my whole, I could just give myself, you know, the nine, you know, the second degree. I can just run myself through the ringer. I can kick my own behind because I should have been paying attention and so on and so on and so on. And so many things that we could say to ourselves when we know we messed up. But the bottom line is that it's a situation that happened. Sitting there talking about it, sitting there getting all upset about it, sitting there being frustrated about it is not going to change anything. It happened. So what you got to do now is say, okay, it happened. What now? How am I going to handle this matter? So I can't go back and change the outcome of what happened. I can't go back and say, oh, wait a minute, let me get over something. You know, and swerve just in time enough so that I don't miss that curse sticking out. <laughs> I, I can't go back. But what I can do at this point is I can say, okay, that's on me. I should have been paying more attention. I know better. I've come through that parking lot many times. 
I know that you got to be careful how far over you are when you go to maneuver through that parking lot because you could hit one of those curves that are sticking out. And, you know, I know that. So at this point, the only thing I can do is say, okay, yeah, you know, that's, that's my bag, as they say. You know, I messed up, you know, and do what I got to do. And that's take it to go look, get looked at. Let them, you know, tell me whether or not, okay, hey, yeah, your tire's, you know, your tire's crap. You're going to have to get you another tire. Or, you know what? No, nah, it's not that big of a deal. We can just take it off. You know, nah, we're, you know we'll examine it, make sure there's no, you know, um, no tears. You know, you ain't got it ripped. No, you know, no bad rip that could cause a blowout or something like that. And then we can just, you know, rebalance it and, you know, remind it and you'll be okay. Which I... Personally, myself, don't think that that's the, you know, <laughs> that that would be the outcome. I, I, I really feel that there's a possibility that that tire is going to have to be replaced. But whatever it, whatever it be, will be. If that's the case, if it needs to be replaced, then let it get replaced. When it comes to things that take place in, in your lives, brothers and sisters, we are in expectations of things. And the things that happen, we're not always in expectation of those particular things that happen. We're in expectation of something else, but then we'll get another situation or we'll get something else that will unfold. So it's kind of like being in an expectation for someone to give you a particular gift, but then when you get the gift that they give, they giving you you get that present and you open it up is not what you want so your your anticipation anticipations has just dropped your you know your 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 hopefulness of receiving has just kind of like diminished because now you're like man I was in expectations of receiving such and such item but then when I open it up they got me this and, and the thing about it is that most likely what you got, even though it wasn't what you were in expectations for, is still a good thing. It's still a wonderful gift. It's still a blessed gift. And in some cases, it might even be more valuable than what you were looking to get. God does that with us sometimes. We can be in expectations for something, praying for it, hoping for it. Standing in faith, steadfast, we stand on the we stand on the altar. I have summoned this and such, and we, you know we just go on and on and on. But then when that time come and we get it, and when that moment is revealed unto us, and then we be like, "Wait a minute, hold up, that's not what I, that's not what I prayed for. I didn't pray for that. Why didn't?" And I wasn't standing in faith. I wasn't in hopes or expectations for it to happen that way. But God is looking at you and saying, my, my daughter, my, my son, that's the way it needs to be. Because, see, I see the circumstances that have brought forth the situation. The reason why you're asking for what you're asking for, you were in expectations for what it was you was in expectations for. But I have blessed you with this because this is better. This will handle what you need it to handle. 
this will take care of what you needed to take care of. It don't look like it because you were in expectations for something else. So when you got presented with what God said, no, this is what I'm giving you. You were like, huh? I don't want that. So now you just, <laughs> my God. So now you're just, guess what? Insulted God. Because you're ungrateful. He has given you a blessful gift. He has blessed you tremendously. But because it was not what you were in expectations for, you basically like, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that's not what I mean. So now you got an attitude. You 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 gotta you gotta spoil little brat little two year two year old attitude. And God is looking at you like you ungrateful child. Mm. Now, some of you parents, you know what I'm talking about when you get your kids something and they look at you or they be like, they get in there like, and then they'll toss it to the side. It wasn't what they wanted. It wasn't what they was in expectations for. Although, it is better than what they wanted. It's a good item. Or it's going to be blessful to them. But see they didn't see that at that moment. Because at that moment. All they seen was what they were in expectations for. So you say brother Tim. Okay where are you going with all this. What I'm saying is. In the course of your day. Along this journey. We call life. We're going to be in expectations for many things. Many things. But we're going to have things revealed unto us. We're going to have things given unto us. We're going to have opportunities open up before us that are not going to meet that what we were in expectations for. And we're going to want to pass it up. We're going to want to not have nothing to do with it. We're going to probably take it in possession, but then we're not going to want to use it. We're not going to be satisfied with it. We're going to have an attitude. We're going to be stressed out over it. We're going to allow it to just ruin our whole day and possibly maybe even ruin our lives. Now, if you were paying attention, I say we. I didn't say God. I said we're going to cause it to ruin our day or maybe possibly ruin our lives. Because why? We get frustrated. We're saddened. We're disappointed. We're stressed out now. We're in depression because, oh, woe is me. I didn't get what I was in expectations for. But God is saying, here, my daughter, here, my son, this is better. This is a blessing 20 times better than that which you were waiting on to be receiveth of. But because we didn't see that, because we're caught up on what we were in expectations for. We don't see the goodness of that blessing. Now, I don't have this happen to me. I've had, I've had it happen to me. In expectation for something. You know, thinking, okay, somebody's going to bless me this way. They're going to bless me that way. And then when I get the blessing, I'll be like, mm, not what I was in expectations for. But what I have started learning is that be thankful. Be grateful for what you do get because you could have got nothing. And do know that 
if you consider it to be a blessing from God through someone to give to you, God know what you need. And then laying upon that person's heart to bless you with something, God sees that being adequate enough to meet your needs. Or being sufficient enough unto you for that of your moments and that of your needs in that moment. Now, my brothers and sisters, let us not be discouraged because we do not get our expectations met. But be of good cheer. Be happy. Be thankful that you're receiving a blessing anyway. And look at that blessing as being what you need. Take that blessing and use that blessing. Be grateful and be honored. Because guess what? When you're grateful and honored with little, God will bless you with much. So, as we give ourselves unto the Lord, as we nurture others, as we are being nurtured, as we speak unto others, that of the word of God as we have been spoken and as we have been encouraged by that which Christ has done and that of his life's walk and his ministry when he was here among us as we do the same look to do the blessedness that is given unto us to do look to see the goodness in people that God sees and it's not always easy This world is getting more and more twisted. Things are becoming more and more readily available unto you to sin. To do things that you that, that are out of that of God. And you have to be so attentive now to because the slightest thing will cause you to veer off. And a lot of times you're not even aware that you're doing so. It's more challenging. And my brothers and my sisters, we, we need each other. We need each other even more. Even the more now do we need each other. As the body of Christ, we need to come together even more. We need to put our opinion and differences aside. There should be no division in that of the church of God. But yet there is. There should be no cliques. No special groups. But yet, there is. So, my brothers, my sisters. Let us look unto that which has been given unto us. The Word of God. And what does the Word of God say in situations like this? Love thy neighbor as you would love yourself. Do unto others as you seek to be have done unto you. So if you want to be treated nice and kindly, well then treat others nice and kindly. It's that simple. But then yet for some, it's even harder. But yet, it's simple. 
We're going to have things that's going to happen in our lives. This, I have understood this. I, 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 I truly have an understanding on this now. That each and every day is not promised unto us. But then also the days that are promised unto us, we're going to possibly run into some problems. There's going to be some situations that will come at us because certain circumstances came together and made it so. And the best thing that we can do, see what it is that's coming forth before us, what we're challenged with. Analyze it in that of God. And be truly in our thoughts, what would Christ do? How would Christ look at us to handle this? How would he handle it? And as I've said before, not everything is going to work out the way we want it to work out. Amen? Relationships have their ups and their downs. It takes two to be in a relationship. You can't have one in and then one out because it's not going to work. You may say, oh, you know, we do this and it works out good for us, okay? Okay, for a moment it probably will. But then as time goes along, something going to happen. Do know that God knows your life. Your life is an open book unto him. He know what's going to happen five days ahead when you're still trying to figure out what's taking place in that moment. You feel what I'm saying? God already know what's going to happen to you three, four, five, ten years down the road. And you still trying to figure out that day, that second, that moment right then in that day. My point on that is that God knows everything. And he knows what you need. Let us look unto him. Let us look unto the Lord. Let us understand that he has our best interests at heart. It's not easy all the time because we live this life and we're here on this earth and there's things that are taking place that we're not too crazy about. There's things that are going on right now that we just really don't want to have in a party of. We don't want to be a part of it. We don't we don't want we 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 don't even want to be around. But the problem with that is that we're here. But guess what? We can make a difference. We can make a difference. Continue to apply yourself. And that which God has given unto you to do so. Continue to walk in that which has been blessed unto you. Because even in the moments when you think that you're not making a difference. Even in the moments when you think that you have not changed not one life. You have not possibly saved one soul. You'd be surprised you may have saved four or five. 
But unbeknownst to you, you have no clue because they didn't come up to you and say, hey, because of your word or because of what you did the other day, it caused me to change my life. I gave my life to Christ. Not everybody will not everybody will go to someone and say that. You do have some people that do say that. They still do that, but that may not happen all the time. But just because it's not happening doesn't mean you know, just because it's not happening to you doesn't mean it's not happening. So whatever God has laid upon your heart to do or say, and you know it's God, do it. Your ministry you are involved in somebody else's ministry. It's on your heart to do what is that of that ministry. Then you do it. To the fullness of that which is of you. And created of you. By God to do. And don't get so caught up in things that's going to take place. Because they're going to take place. I heard someone make a comment one time. They said. When someone passes on, life goes. It continues on. It doesn't stop. It may stop for that person, but it doesn't stop for everybody else. So, my brothers and sisters, <laughs> even though you may have some hiccups along the way, don't let it stop you. Don't let it stop. Because sometimes those little hiccups are there that they help you. They're gonna strengthen you sometimes. Sometimes they're 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 gonna they're gonna help you to be able to have an understanding of what it is to be enduring, to be focused, to not be deterred, to by to not be detoured. And then with some situations that take place, you're going to look back on them and say, man, you know, I really was not too crazy when that took place. But now when I look back on it, if that had not happened, then I would have not been able to do this. And although at that moment when it happened, I just thought that all I just thought all that I just thought all that was lost. Everything that I was trying to do was lost. I just thought that everything was lost. But then when I looked at the situation and I looked at what was taking place, I looked at the outcome and I said, you know what? If it had not been for that taking place, that situation that I thought was a bad situation, I wouldn't be blessed right now in the way that I'm blessed. I would have not been able to take the opportunity to look at this, this, this contract a little bit harder if, I had not, if this had not happened. But since that happened, that gave me a moment to look at this contract a little harder and see this clause in here. Or you say, well, I would have not looked at that house if they would have not said, oh, you know, we thinking about taking this house off the market. So now, OK, we got to look at other houses. And so that made us go over here and look at this one house that we seen, but we were not interested in it. But then now we, we say, well, let's go look at it anyway because they're going to possibly take this one off the market. We're upset about it because they're going to take it off my right when we want to look at it. 
or there's a bid been put in the offer. The owners, the owner is thinking about taking the offer. So now we're like, oh man, dang it, we got here and they, we can't believe this. And then, you know, you're like, well, honey, you know, that is that one house that we said that we didn't want. You know, we were going to look, but we didn't really want to. But then you go look at it and it winds up being everything you want. And guess what? You would have not looked at it if the other house wasn't taken off the market. We have not looked at it. You wouldn't even thought twice about that house. But since that happened, now you went to that house and you're like, oh, my God. Man, and you, you say, honey, if we, if that, if, if that would have not happened, we wouldn't even be here looking at this house. We would have never came here and we would have missed it. It has everything we want. It's in a good location. The price is even right. And then when I look at the demographics of it, I looked at the area of it, it's not that far from the other house. So which means it's still within the district, the school district and everything like that. So we're still good. My brothers, my sisters. Don't let situations blind. Don't let situations sideswipe you. Don't let situations blind you. Because sometimes those situations are good. And they help you to receive your blessings. And so what I'm learning, what I'm learning is that when something bad happens, I just stop. Take a moment and just say, okay, why did that happen? And then if there's really no reason to it, like they say, there's no reason or rhyme to it, I'm not going to sit down and write my brain trying to figure it out. I just say, okay, it happened. Okay, let me see this. Okay, this, that, whatever. Okay, let me move on. I can deal with it in this way or I can deal with it in that way. Just like I said, but what happened with the tire? Yeah, I'm upset about it. Because like I said, those tires are are fairly new. I mean, they got some miles on them. They got a couple of years up under their belt, but they they could go for, you know, a few thousand more miles. But I'm not upset over it to the point of where, like, I'm allowed to mess with my whole day because why? They're under warranty. <laughs> They're under warranty. So most likely the problem that that I see with the tire is covered under that warranty. So my brothers and sisters, sometimes we have to just stop, take a breath, just breathe, and not let things bother us because we're missing out. We're missing out on the true blessings behind things that, that 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 take place behind situations. We're missing out on the true blessings, and we're not seeing it because, guess what? We're so caught up on what happened, so we don't see the blessings in anything. And 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 that's the way that you know Satan would love for it to be every time, for you to miss out on blessings. 
He don't want you to get to those provisional blessings. He don't want everything to go well to you because he knows your assignment. And he wants to do everything. He wants everything to come in play to hinder you from fully carrying out your assignment. So you'll get distracted. You'll be deterred. And you'll be like, man, I'm done with this. And you'll leave it alone. You'll not want to have anything else to do with it. You'll drop out the race and say, man, I'm done. This Christian life is very challenging. And I know some will probably disagree with me on that. They'll probably say it's not that hard, you know, if you, as long as you just follow the words of God. And, you know, you'll be surprised there's a lot of things that you can do, you know, that make it seem like you can't do. And I would be inclined to agree with you. But then my point and reason why I say it's challenging is because every day there's something coming down the pipeline. Every day there's something taking place in this world. That we got to be more attentive to. Because it jeopardizes the very foundation of that or what is considered to be morally right morally righteous holy upright you see what I'm saying so we we have to be very careful as a man there's challenges that I deal with daily and I'm gonna be honest with you I have moments where I just sit and I just think And I, I just think and look at things that take place. I look at things that are going on around me at that moment. And I try to just, not analyze, but I try to lay things out and say, okay, if I do it this way, then I'm good. And I really do, uh, tr I really do uh, try to allow myself to be receiver of what God is showing me to do. To do and to look at. And not just so much just go on, you know, my thoughts. I've had moments where I've been sitting and something will come to me, boom. And I'll be like, yeah, I can do it that way. So my brothers and my sisters... Don't let every situation cause you to go into a frantic, stressful, frustrating, and disappointing set of mind. Don't don't allow yourself to be to be bogged down in that type of mindset because I know that things happen and some things can be tragic. I, I get that. Some things can be tragic and they can affect your whole day you know the passing of a loved one or the passing of a close friend I, I, I do understand that can have a, a, a really significant toll on you and it can really offset your whole day so I'm not saying hear me out and, and to under, do understand 
I'm not saying to treat things nonchalantly and definitely not the passing of, of a family member or you know, a loved one or a close friend. But what I'm saying is that do not allow these things to get you so caught up in your mind that you miss what God is laid out before you for you to partake of. In the passing of a loved one, you're going to mourn. Everybody mourns differently. Not everybody mourns at the same time. Not everybody mourns the same way. Everybody mourns differently. Some mourn lo longer than others. More heavier than others. It's not the same. So don't let nobody, don't let nobody determine how you or when you're going to mourn over the passing of a loved one or a close friend. And just because you may not be taking it the way everybody else is taking it, don't feel bad. Don't feel guilty. Because like I said, not everybody mourns the same. And that's what I'm really saying about other things that take place in life. When it happens, you know, you're in the expectation for one thing, but you get something else. Yeah, you're going to, before the moment for that, when, when it happens, yeah, you're going to be a little frustrated. You're going to be like, man, that's not what I, man, I can't believe they didn't, man. But then step back and take a look at that. And you, you may just find out that that, what you got, it, it's what you need. That, what you got, you can work with it. And, and you may be able to work with it better than what you probably would have been able to work with what it was that you was really in the expectations of. Life is really real, truthfully real. And these things that are out here happening, my brothers and sisters, this is real. It's life. People pulling knives out on people, stabbing people for no reason, cutting people for no reason, shooting people for no reason. That stuff is real. And you can't take that back. You can't you can't you can't shoot somebody and say, Oh my bad, dog, I didn't mean let me here, let me take that bullet back. You can't do that. Oh, I didn't mean to cut you. I didn't mean to stab you that 50 times. I only meant to stab you once, but it started feeling so good, so I just wanted to keep you you can't take you 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 can't take that self back. Let us be mindful and be attentive to our lives that we're living. Who we're living those lives out with. The places that we're going, what we, what we are exposing ourselves to, because this world is changing, and some will say it's changing for the worse. Some will say it's changing for the better. You know, we can see some things changing, and we say, "Okay, good, about time." And then we see other things changing, we're like, "Really? That just made it worse." This world is not gonna always be for the minority. It's for the majority. 
And we think that things are changing in certain countries for everybody in that country. It's only for the for the majority. For a handful. They're the ones who are going to reap the benefit. It's unfortunate that it's that way. But it's that way. And so what we have to do is we have to do things that that will enrich our lives anyway. And God will enrich our lives. It's not easy to be a Christian. Because like I said, there's so much going on in this world. That's why God says, read your Bible. Read the Word. Get it in you. Let it be written on your heart. Let, let it become your 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 bed. Your, let it become your, your breakfast table. Let it be... Let it become part of you. Because with the word of God, it will keep you focused and keep you keep you from getting caught up in some things of this world that you sh should not and do not need to be caught up in. And I know some are hearing me right now and say, man, it ain't that easy. I Listen, <laughs> I know that some will say I beg to differ. It is easy. And then some will say, I agree with you. Well, guess what? I'm that one that says, I agree with you. It is a little, it is challenging. It is. But I do believe that the more that we release, the more that we let go of what the flesh, which the flesh is the world, the easier it is for us to do, the easier it is for us to Flowing that what God has set for us to flow in. And the, the, the one thing about that is that we see that, but then we don't do it. I see it, but then I have to ask myself, am I 100% doing it, though? Am I, am I letting go? Am I... It, it, it is the one part of my life that God is displeased with. Am I really letting that part of my life go? Am I saying, okay, I let it go. I'm not going to hold on to doing this. I know it's not right. I know it's displeasing. I'm not going to hold on to it. I'm going to let go of trying to have ownership over it. I'm going to let God do his thing. I'm sure we all have been there. I'm sure we all have said those words. Maybe not exactly like that, but we've said it. But then we find ourselves going right back and picking it right back up again. It's almost as if we have regurgitated those words. We go back and we eat those words and we say, oh man, I, you know. And then you turn around and regurgitate them back out because you speak the same thing again over and over again. But then yet you're, you're not doing it. The one thing I wanted to do with this podcast, the one thing that was on my heart to do for sure, is to encourage everyone. That's how all this got started. Because of the daily devotionals. And I wasn't even going to do the daily devotionals. But God laid it on my heart and showed me why it was important to have a source. To have resources that, or, or, or a resource that was encouraging everyone on a daily basis. 
when he opened my eyes to it and showed me that people really truly do need encouragement daily. And then I was like, okay. And that's when I began to to do it. Post the devotionals. And it hasn't been easy. It's 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 been challenging. And I've had moments where I wanted to stop. I've had moments where I was like, man, forget this. <laughs> Doing this right here. But I continue. I continue to the point where it began to grow on me. Begin to I, I began to get upset when I couldn't get a message out. I began to get frustrated when when I had technical issues and, and couldn't post something because some technical, you know, mama jumbo crap don't took place. And so now I can't post or I can't even send out. I've had days where I wasn't able to send out any messages because of some technical issue. And, and some of the time it was because of something was going wrong with my phone or it was something going wrong with the platforms that I was using. And I just had to just sit back and say, I have to let it go because there's nothing that I can do. And it took me a minute because I remember one time, and I, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I believe it, it, it felt as if God just put his hands on me and said, son, don't worry about it. It's okay. Because I really wanted to get that message out. I wanted to part, and I was having issues with posting it. I was having issues with doing it this way. I was having issues with doing it. I was trying to figure every way to get that. And I could. Every way to send it out to me. And, and, and I could. And I was upset. I was frustrated. I was I was torn. And I had this feeling come over with me. And it was a feeling as if, like, God put his hand on me and said, don't worry about it. It's going to be all right. And I didn't want to say, okay, because I'm like, no, it ain't going to be all right. I need to get this out. I need to get this out. And it was at that moment that I realized just how much that had not touched my heart, just how much that was on my heart to do. We realize our calling. We realize what our assignments are when we, when we start taking such interest in them. When it touches our heart. And that's how I feel about this. We are in September 2022. I started doing devotionals in 2014. August. Um, and ever since 2014. I've been doing daily devotions and now here I am, still doing daily devotionals and now doing a podcast. I don't say that to try to boast about them because I ain't trying to boast. What? Why? Not not of myself, I'm not anyway. But I will boast of that of the Lord. Because it's a wonderful thing that I've been able to do this. It's a blessful thing. It's a really blessful thing. But I know that with that is great responsibility. Really, really great responsibility. And I have to be honest with you. I have moments where I'm like, man, can I can I do this? Can I continue on this? 
I had more willing to come to this podcast. Because I had started doing audio recordings, you know, testing things out and seeing how my voice sounded and, and, and going through that whole uh, testing and practicing and projecting my voice and all. I was going through that whole thing, recording different messages and stuff. Sending them out to select the people and then listening to them myself and things like that. And I, I hit a snag in my life. I had something take place and, and I stopped doing the recordings. I stopped practicing. I stopped doing all that. And I just stuck to doing the text uh, version of the of, of the devotionals. And that's all I was doing. I was doing that for, for a while. Until I had a, a sister, until I had a sister come to me and say, Brother Tim. And I'm like, yeah, with a smile on her face. She said, I didn't know that you had did a spoken word. I didn't know that you had did a, you know, that you do spoken word, that you do um, recording. I was like, what audio? I didn't do no audio. I'm like, I ain't go. Yeah, you got it all on your, on your, on your, um. Facebook page. I said, no, I don't. I don't. And I'm thinking, and, and the reason I said no, I don't, because I thought I took that link down. I thought I had to remove that. Well, lo and behold to me, I did. I thought I did, but I didn't. And she got hold to it. And she heard it. And heard a particular message. And she was like, okay, so what are you doing with it? I was like, well, I ain't doing that with it right now because, you know, I had something take place and I just kind of like, okay, well, what are you doing about it now? I said, I'm not doing that. And she just kept asking me. And I'm like, and she said, well, your message was about procrastination and it was about this and about it. And I was like, ah, gotcha. I see where you're going with this. You taking my message and giving it back to me. I said, gotcha. Okay. And then it was at that moment that I began to make arrangements to start back doing the recording, start back, uh, and go ahead and move forward with doing a podcast. Because that, that was all what it was about. But my brothers and sisters, I could sit here and talk all day long about things like that and about taking advantage of situations and opportunities that are given unto you and not get deterred by things that happen in life. Because we all get deterred by things. You know, we, we get over expectations and, and and we'll have something happen that is not part of our expectation. And it deters us. It, it gets it, it just throws our whole day off. You know, we sit down, we think, oh, yeah, I got this package coming in the mail today. I got this coming. Oh, I got this. This person going to do this. And then when that moment happens, it's not what we was in, in expectations for. Like, this is not what I. So I say to you. And closing, I'm getting ready to go into opening prayer. We're going to go into the message. I say to you this. When you are in expectations for something, don't allow yourself to get distracted by the things that you're not in expectation of. Because those things will come forth and they will just throw your whole day, your whole demeanor, your mindset, everything, your peacefulness, your sanctity, everything will go out the window. But instead, be receiveth of those things. That you can, you, you know, just, just, just be in expectations. 
to being blessed. Because not everything that come to you is what you are expecting, you know, it's expecting and in expectations for. So you want to be happy and joyous or even the things that you uh, expectate, you know, in expectations for and then those things that you're not in expectations for. Just be joyful all the way around, period. And guess what's going to happen? You're going to be <laughs> in such joy. Because even the things that you were not wanting going to be joyful to you. And, and you will get it. What I'm saying may not make sense now. But when it happens, you'll be like, okay, I understand what Brother Tim was saying. Because God will take the negative and the bad things and turn it around for our good. And not every bad or negative situation is always going to be negative. It, it'll wind up being blessful for you. But we just get caught up and, you know, and we, we, we allow our minds to run off like the devil want us to run off. And, and we think everything, you know, that is not what we are in expectation of that is bad. So, but it's not, my brothers and sisters. It's not. You know, so as you get up each and every day, you're blessed to witness today. Be thankful for being blessed to witness that day. But not only that, the things that you're in expectations for. Stay joyous even when those things do not come forth in that manner of which you're in expectations for them. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your blessings. I thank you for your guidance. I thank you for your patience. And that of your forgiveness and your mercy. And the sufficientness of that of your grace. We have a high priest that knows us. Our Lord Christ Jesus. He knows this flesh of which we journey through this world in. He knows what we have to deal with and the things that come upon us. And has mercy for us. Heavenly Father, I am thankful for your, your patience and your kindness and your generosity. I am thankful for your forgiveness and your grace and mercy. And I pray for my brothers and my sisters to have a true understanding of that which I have said and to be thankful in the same in the same capacity as that which I am to be just gloriously thankful each day is challenging for us there's things that unfold before us that we've never witnessed before we've never had to deal with before And when we're trying even harder to not make mistakes, and that seems like when we're making mistakes the most, we're getting caught up the most when we're trying the hardest to not get caught up. So, Father, we need your guidance even more now. Help us, oh God, to be able to come before you more. Continue that which is of you working in us to do your will. Increase it. That we may 
come before you more. Increase it to where our minds may be saturated with you more. Increase it so that we're not overwhelmed by the things of this world. But we're joyfully overwhelmed by that of your presence. So we'll come to you more. We'll seek you more. We'll want to bath in that of your blissful presence even the more. Because this world gets so intense. So I ask, oh Father, let that of you flow. Let it flow as a river into our lives. Shower down upon us like the light and rain and drench us in that of your presence. Strengthening that which you have already putting out in us, instilling us to do that of your will. Strengthen your efforts, oh Father. Tenfold. That we can endure these things that have come forth upon us, that are fighting against us. This I pray. This I have spoken. This I stand in. I stand in expectations of faithfully knowing that it is done. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Let's sum it up. Declare with your mouth and believe in your heart. Jesus is Lord. Brothers and sisters, my heart's desire and prayer to God for the Israelites is that they may be saved. For I can testify about them that they are zealous for God. But their zeal is not based on knowledge. Since they did not know the righteousness of God and sought to establish their own, they did not submit to God's righteousness. Christ is the commonization of the law so that there may be righteousness for everyone who believes. Moses writes, this about the righteousness that is by the law. The person who does these things will live by them. But the righteousness that is by faith says, Do not say in your hearts who will ascend into heaven. That is to bring Christ down. Or who will descend into the deep. That is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart from the dead, you will be saved. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. But not all the Israelites accepted the good news. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed 
our news? Who has to believe our message? Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word about Christ. But I ask, did they not hear? Of course they did. Their voice has gone out into all the earth. Their words to the end of the world. Now, my brothers and my sisters, we hear the word. And we even sometimes we receive the word because we perceive it. And we're even letting the word work out in our lives because we're we're trying to be obedient to the commandments that have been set forth over us. But here we are. Things happen, we respond, and now our lives are not being conducted the way they should be. Each day that I read, and each day I send forth a devotional, there's moments when I don't, I don't type anything. Anything extra other than that, the word of God. Why? Because I sense that the word of God is all that is needed to be said. I don't sense anything laid upon my heart to add to it. And, you know, I thought about that one day. I said, you know, I'm pretty sure that people will probably say that that's not blogging. You're not, you're not, you're not expanding on what you're, you know, what you're, on what you're posting. You know, you're not, you're not commenting on it. You're not giving any kind of feedback on it. You're not, you know, you're just posting. Well, <laughs> I thought about that. And to be quite honest with you, I contemplated it. And I said, well, you know, man, I need to, I do need to add, you know, I do need to talk more. I do need to spend, you know, spend more time uh, with content. But then... <laughs> As always before, I had this thought come over me, this sense, this feeling as we say sometimes, that everything's okay. And like, really just ensure me that what I am doing is fine, the way that I'm doing it. You see, because I look at it like this here, the word of God is the word of God. I don't need to add anything to that. Now, in some, in some posts and devotionals that I've done, there, there has been extra content. But the reason for that extra content is because if something is laid upon my heart to say, then I'll say it. But if I don't get a sense of my spirit to add anything to that, I don't do it. I just send it like it is. And, and you can go back as far as four years ago. And you can look at it and see. Yeah, I've had some messages where I added some content. And then I had some messages where I didn't. And like I just said, that's because whatever is laid upon my heart to say, I said. And when there's nothing given unto me, I don't sense anything. I don't. I let it stay just like it is. 
And that's me walking that walking that path of obedience and being attentive to what I sense God is wanting me to say. I'm not perfect in nothing. And I definitely am not sitting here trying to say that I'm somebody that I know I'm not. I'm not trying to be anything that I know I'm not. But I know that I have been called forth to be an encourager. So here I am. I don't, I, I'm not desiring for nobody to glorify me. I'm not desiring for anybody to reward me. If you feel like you want to bless me, then okay, you can bless me. I'm, that's cool. Whatever. You know, um, and, I, and, and to be honest with you, that's one reason why I've taken so long to even set up any type of system or to set up something to where people can support this podcast by donating. I, some of that's been because I've just been so busy and caught up in doing other things. And then some of it's been trying to get things in order. And then a part of it, a little portion of it is that I'm not really in a hurry for it. You know, I mean, I'm thankful and I'm very grateful for those who would like to uh, support this podcast monetarily. That's that's wonderful. And if you desire to do that, that's a blessing. And I, I will receive it. But my whole point is that I'm not in a hurry for it. Because that is not the purpose. The purpose of me doing this is that so everybody can be encouraged. Everybody's receiving the encouraging word of God to help them along that of their journey day to day. And it's really hard to put a price on that. This is what's been laid on my heart. This is what's been called of me. And I am doing it. And if you desire to bless me, if you desire to support me, thank you. Truthfully, thank you. And as I said, I am working on setting up this, the, uh, the support platform so that you can do that. If you desire to send a monetary blessing or, you know, uh, to support the podcast, I, it's, it's getting set up. It's, it's going a little slow, you know, it's going a little slower than what I would like, but it's, you know, it, it's getting set up. But my brothers and sisters, we are the received knowledge. And this is really what this is talking about here. The knowledge of God, the word of God. Receiving Christ and understanding Christ and, 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 and confessing and believing the word about Christ. You know, it simply says that if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And see, we, we, and, and, and it also gets me about how it talks about how then 
can they call on one on the one they have not believed in? And that's talking about people calling on God when you have not believed in God, or calling on Christ when you have not believed in Christ, or you not have even heard of Christ. And then if you go back, it says, you know how it says about everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. It says, how then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how then can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? Now, see, I just said that. How can you call on somebody? How can you believe in somebody? You ain't never heard. You ain't never heard that. The bottom line is that the word of God being spread been spoken, been shared with people. That's the bottom line. So, with this podcast, with the daily devotionals, bringing forth the word of God, the encouraging word of God, that those who read can be receiveth of that. And they can they, they can have that 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 joyfulness fill them up that will motivate them to continue on their journey. We all going through something, my brothers and sisters. We all are. Even if you may have it all going on right now, you say, well, man, you know, I ain't going through nothing. My life is good. Okay. Keep living. I'm not speaking that negative on you, but I'm just saying life is life and things are going to happen. But be encouraged. The Lord even tells us, be, be encouraged, be of good cheer, he says. Do not have this maven upon your heart, because why? I have conquered the world. He said, you're going to have trials and tribulations, but be of good cheer. So we're going through the, we're going through the day as they come. And, 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 and that's why I said earlier, it's like, get yourself in a mindset to where, okay, I know there's a possibility something's going to happen that could be negative, but I'm not going to worry about that. I don't spoke over my day, I'm going for it. Yes, I'm in expectation for this and that to happen, and then I know there's a possibility that it may not, or it's a possibility it may not happen in a way that I am in expectations of it happening. But either way, I'm going to be joyful. Either way, I'm going to be blessed. Either way, I'm going to keep going. And some things do hit us harder than others. You're living a life, my brothers and sisters. A life that is very much real. But let me explain something to you. Let me, let, let, let me hip you to something if you haven't already really gotten it yet. Jesus is real. So, yes, you hear people talking about, you know, man, life is real, man. This ain't no joke, man. Life is life is straight up real. Well, so is Jesus. Jesus is straight up real. So, yeah, we're dealing with life issues. But my brothers and sisters, we're not dealing with them alone. We have not taken up this journey alone. So we definitely, and sure enough, don't have to deal with the things that come along this journey by ourselves. 
Now God is there for us. He's, he's there to help us. He's there to be our umbrella during the rainy days. He's our he's our 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 our, our boat, our captain across troubled waters. You know, so no matter what goes on, you know, we can run into him because he's our strong tower. In those moments when we need to be comforted, guess what? We can lay in his bosom beneath that of his rings of refuge and be comforted, be at peace. So no matter what you got going on, no matter what don't came forth today that shifted your day or totally just seemed like it just crashed your moments of expectations over something that you thought you was going to receive but you didn't receive it or you didn't receive it in the manner that you were in expectations of it. Don't be dismayed. Don't get all frustrated. Don't be disappointed. Don't be in depression. Be joyful. Rejoice. Be happy. Give thanks and praise. And above all things, show gratitude unto that of God. And be thankful for that of which you already have and been able to take possession of. And that which you are able to do. <laughs> My God. The blessfulness of things that God released into our lives. The blessfulness. Oh All right, my brothers and sisters, uh, that. Notification was letting me know that we have reached that moment in the show to bring forth the spiritual food for thought. The spiritual food for thought this week is, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Once again, it's very simple and short. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. It just simply just says that. And that is definitely food for thought. You think on that. Okay? Think on that and, 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 and listen. Declare with your mouth. And believe in your heart. Amen. Truthfully, truthfully, truthfully. Mm, my God. Some of all parts are quoted from Romans 10, 1 through 9, and 13 through 8. And that's in the NIV. Once again, some or all parts from this week's message is quoted from Romans 10, 1 through 9, 13 through 18 in the NIV. For more encouragement throughout the rest of the week, you can go over to Facebook and find us there as Encouragement Daily Blog. We're also on IG as Encouragement Daily Blog. And we're on Twitter 
as Encouragement Daily Blog. Once again, Facebook as Encouragement Daily Blog. IG as Encouragement Daily's Blog. And Twitter as Encouragement Daily Blog. My brothers and sisters, I am thankful and much gratefully respect unto that of Anchor for that we are hosted here on their platform. And you can find us as Encouragement Daily Podcast. Encouragement Daily Podcast. That's anchor.fm, Encouragement Daily Podcast. Amen? Anchor.fm slash Encouragement Daily Podcast. So, hey, take a moment, go over to Anchor, get yourself situated over there, and, you know, do that subscribing, that notification, so you can get, you know, all those up-to-date notices that there's a new episode available and you can go forth and be received of the encouraging and blessful word of God. Amen? I, I just want to add one little thing real simple, real quick here. I'm, I'm, I'm closing up and I just want to say this. For everybody that's got a lot of things going on in life, and you may not have a lot going on in your life. You may have just simple things. You may have one thing going on in your life. You may be dealing with some stuff that you you would otherwise rather not be dealing with. I'm going to say this to you. Don't give up. You may think that, hey, man, this is too much going on right now. You may say, well, you know, I want to give my life completely to God. I don't know why I haven't been able to give my life completely to God. And you're just torn up about it. Don't give up. And I know you see people around you and they seem to be all into God. They seem to be all into it. And they just, you know, they just into him completely. They just like they have given their life to him and like nothing else matters. And it seems like they just got it all going on. I don't want to say that nothing seems, you know, nothing seems the way that it is. I don't want to say that. Or nothing is the way that it seems like that. I mean, that's what comes out, but I don't want people to, 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 to perceive it in a way that they think that I'm saying that, oh, it's not real. It is real. We see people who are going about their lives like nothing's wrong. Like they ain't got no issues, they ain't got no problems, they ain't nothing wrong in their life. They perfect, got a perfect life. You know, they, they get they getting blessed with everything, their prayers are answered, you know, they're doing good, they ain't got no problems. And there are some people who are like that. There are some people who ain't got no issues going on in their life at all. But guess what? There are those who got a lot of issues going on in their life. And there's those who got a little bit. But even those who have no issues or either they seem like they don't have any issues. They do. They do. They just might not have them like what you got, but they got some. And they are constantly going to God for guidance. They're going to God seeking forgiveness. They're going to God to just be in his presence. 
My brothers and sisters, my whole point of what I'm trying to say right now is that don't think that you're alone. Because you got going on in your life what you got going on. Don't alienate yourself like that. Don't think that, oh, you know, was me, I'm, you know, I'm this terrible person. You know, I can't get it right. You know, I can't be a good Christian. You know, I'm not wholesome. I, you know, I make mistakes and I'm constantly seeming to make mistakes. You know, and I, I hear people say, man, you show you ought to be able to get over that by now. You ought to don't let that go by now. You ought to release that thing by now. You shouldn't have that spirit on you no more. You shouldn't be desiring. You shouldn't be craving those things no more. If you were truly saved. And you hear people say stuff like that. And, and then now so you start to feel bad because you're like, wait a minute. You know, I got people telling me if I was truly saved, I should be doing this and shouldn't be doing that. Or it should be no issue for me to let this go or let that go. So I must not be truly saved. All I got to say is, don't give up. That's all I got to say. I'm not going to sit here and tell you you're not saved. I'm not going to do that. I know there's somebody there that will say that. And, I'm, and, and to be honest with you, truthfully... I'm not knocking that. I'm not knocking what they're going to say. What I am saying to you, and I want to make sure I get it straight and get it so you can clearly hear me, because I'm not here to try to argue with nobody about what the word says. I'm not here to try to get into no debate about nothing. I'm here to encourage people. And what I have simply to say to you, if you're one of the people that I, you know, as I just mentioned, don't give up. Don't give up. You're going to hear people say different things. And I know it's going to be deterring to you. It's going to, you know, you're going to be discouraged. And you're going to feel like you're, you're not worthy. You're going to feel like you're no good. You're going to feel very shame because you're like, well, this person was able to get over whatever it was they were going you know that's sin they no longer doing that sin no more they were able to release it they were able to let go they got saved and they're on fire for god me i got saved the same time they did i was one of the i was among the the five that got saved but for some reason this 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 one thing that i know that is a sin and although i'm fight you know although i've been fighting to stay away from it and i have stayed away from it it's in me so bad that I just, I have those urges and moments where I just, I, I, it's like I can't control it. And I did slip and do this, and I slipped and did that, and, and it just seemed like I, it's not letting me go. My brothers and sisters, like I said, I'm not going to sit here and judge you. Simply what I'm going to say to you is, don't give up. Keep the fight. You understand what I'm saying? Keep the fight. And as you're doing that, continue to pray. Continue to go to God. Continue to seek Him. Because, see, that's going to break off you eventually. It's going to break off you. And, and I know there's going to be some say, all you got to do is just, just make the decision not to do it. <laughs> that's like telling a 20-year 20 20 drug addict, don't don't do drugs. After twenty years, I think it's in his, in in he or her system so bad 
that it's gonna take a it's gonna take a while for it to break. So I just feel that sometimes we need to be mindful of what we say to some people who are going through stuff like that. Because there are people who are giving their life to God and they say, okay, I'm good now. I don't give my life to God. You know, I'm staying away from stuff that, you know, I shouldn't be doing. I'm trying to go, you know, I'm going to church. You know, I'm listening to the word. I'm reading the word. But I just sense there's something about me that's not lining up. And I need help. But then when you try to tell somebody, they're like, oh, you, did you get saved? You got, how you got, how you got those issues and you got saved? You, you got saved. You ain't supposed to be doing that. You got saved. You ain't supposed to have those thoughts. You got saved. That shouldn't be bothering. You should have urges. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You think saved people don't have urges? <laughs> oh my God. You better wake up. <laughs> you better wake up. If you honestly think that saved people do not have urges to do things that are unsaved or do things that are that that in God's eyes is unpleasing, that is sinful, then you I don't know what to tell you. You you truly don't know what's going on. Your mind is always going. And although you may have stopped your flesh from taking care of some things. But you still, your mind is the basis of a lot of stuff. You feel what I'm saying? That's that's the that's the playground of the devil. So although you may be in your thoughts, holding your flesh down and saying, "No, I'm not doing that. Nope, not gonna tell you that." The devil, meanwhile, still he's still slapping you with those thoughts. Boom. Oh, you say you ain't gonna do that, huh? Bam, here go another one. Boom. What about that one? Boom. There go another one. Uh-huh, yeah, you ain't thought about it like that, did you? Uh-huh, gotcha. <laughs> See? Yeah, I mean... Bottom line, my brothers and sisters, that's like I said, that's what I got to share with you. That was my last thing I had to share with you. Don't give up. You know, you're sitting there right now, you're hearing what I'm saying, you're going to listen to the message, and, you know, every day you're, 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 trying, to, you're trying to stay focused. Every day... You're seeking God every moment of the day. You know, you're trying to keep your mind on things that are righteous. Every second of the day, you're trying to put your eyes towards reading things or looking at things that are holy and righteous. And you're trying not to go places that you should not go, that, that a Christian should not be. And if you got to go somewhere that you know is not a comfortable place, you try to go ahead and do what you got to do and, 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 and get up out of there and move on. And, but you just feel those those urges trying to pull on you. You feel you feel that old sin trying to come back, or you feel that sin that you thought had been gone, or you thought that had been purged, that it don't got a hook on you, and it ain't gone nowhere, per se, you know, per se, as you thought it had gone. And so now you 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 know you you terrified you 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 in humiliation, and and you trying to figure out. Okay, what gonna happen? You know, people hear this and they hear that, and if they see that, you know, they know that, you know, I have been completely, you know, purged of this, and they gonna they gonna say I'm not saved, they gonna say I'm a sinner, they gonna be that. Everybody's a sinner. <laughs> Everybody's a sinner. Everybody's not a hundred percent holy. We all fall short of God's glory daily. But that's not an excuse though. But I'm just saying. But that's what the word says. But then not only that, 
you're not the only one. Even the word says that you're not the only one. That you're not the only one that goes through some stuff. When it says suffering, you think, when, when the words speak about suffering, you think suffering is just like, just being held down, you being oppressed by somebody. That's, no. Suffering also includes you suffering under the things of the flesh. It ain't just about, you know, what somebody doing to you or trying to do you. It's, it's, a, it's about what the flesh is wanting. Same thing, suffering. You're suffering from temptation. You're suffering from urges. You know, you may not be giving in to the temptations. You may not be allowing the, the urges to take their run, but they own you. They riding your back. So you've been suppressed by them. But I say to you right now, don't give up. Do not give up on fighting for your soul and wanting to be whole before God. I don't care how much you got going on in your life that, that may show otherwise. You keep pushing and you keep seeking God. You keep holding on to that. What that man or that woman don't spoke or spoke over to your over your life. And what you read in the word of God, you hold on to that. You take hold on and you keep going. And you say, well, it seems like I've been going, I've been going and I've been going. It's like every word I read and it's like I can sense it working in me. But then also I can sense resistance. I'm going to tell you something. Keep going. Keep going. You're not alone. Okay. There's other people out there who are having a hard time. There's other people out there who, 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 who. Daily got to call out to God. Daily they got to cry out to the Lord. Every second of the moment of the day it seemed like. All day long they got to call out to God. Oh, please hold me. Please help me. Help me with my thoughts because I'm thinking something that I shouldn't be thinking. I'm desiring to do something that I know I shouldn't have a desire for. And I don't want to do it. But this flesh is growling up. It's growling up and I'm... I, I, you think you're the only one? No. <laughs> Man, you ain't the only one. My sister, you're not the only one. With that feeling, with those, with those thoughts, and with the, with you, what do you think that you're the only one to be ashamed about? You're not. You're not. And now with knowing that, hold your head up. And look unto the Lord. The Lord is up. The Lord ain't down. Hold your head up. Be proud and be who you are and whom you are. And don't give up. Keep pushing. And as you keep pushing, just fight even harder to stay away from that, that, that desire. And, and, and just know the association of those desires. Know what's associated to it and just don't get involved with it. I'm going through some of the same thing. You know, and, and I just keep telling myself, don't give up. Don't give up. Keep pushing. Keep pressing. Don't give up. Don't give in. You know, I pray. You know, we all repent. But don't give up. Keep going. 
Try harder. And you'll see, you'll, you, you'll know, you, you will begin to notice a difference. You will begin to notice that you are changing. You will begin to notice that whatever it was that was trying to keep you down, keep you suppressing sin, you'll notice that you'll start having a sense like, man, you know what? You need to get away from me with that. You'll start having a sense like, it, it'll be a real bad sense like, man, I ain't trying to do that. I, I, man, I ain't trying to do this. I don't, I don't even, you, you'll get a bad vibe. You, you'll even get a, a bad taste in your mouth sometimes. You know, you even get you even get frustrated. You'll be like, man, you know what? Get away from me with that. You know, and that's just how you be talking to that spirit. Get uh, get off me. Cause see, where before it was felt good. Where before it was like, oh yeah, okay, enticing. It was good, but now you like you done. You don't want no more of that. You through. But I mean, you know. Just because you stop doing the sin, that doesn't mean that the temptation stops. That doesn't mean temptation doesn't bother you anymore. It still come around. It's still there. It's just the only thing different. The only difference is just means that you're not partaking of it. That's the only difference. You're not giving into it, but it's there. That's just like. <laughs> That's just like if you give up on cigarettes. Do they stop making cigarettes? No, they don't. They're still there. <laughs> they're still being made and they're still being sold. Just because you quit smoking doesn't mean they're going to be like, Oh, Brother John, don't stop smoking, y'all. Got to close down the factory. Ain't no need to even making no more cigarettes. Yeah, right. Man, they're still pushing out cigarettes. And in different flavors, sizes, and colors that you can think of. They don't want the they don't want the they don't want the 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 what they call it piping now. Smoking now they don't want to did they don't want to did the little electrical thing where you know you got a little device and you sit and blow into it. You get an electrical cigarette now. It's ridiculous. But it is what it is, and that's what that's how that's that's what this world is coming to. That's what the things of this world are coming to. But my brothers and sisters, I'm closing up now. I'm closing up now, and that's going to do it for this week's message. But I just I just wanted to just say to you, in closing with this right here and everything, don't give up. Do not give up. You know you got some hard things going on right now. You got some things that are, that 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 are went. As I said before, cast those burdens off to the Lord. He even asks you to. He basically almost begs you to cast your burdens onto him and take up his yoke because it is light and it's easy to bear. And he said, I will give you rest. So, you know, he's basically begging you to do this. So, what are you waiting on? Do it. You know, take up of his take up of his yoke. Cast cast off your, you know, your anxieties and Cast your burdens unto the Lord and take up that of his. Okay. 
My brothers and my sisters, thank you very much for your time that you have allowed to be received of this week's message. I am very thankful for your time. I am very thankful for your patience. And I pray that this week's message has been a blessing unto you and that it will help you. That it, it really will help you and it has helped you to continue on your journey and completing your assignment as a disciple unto Christ for that of the glory unto God. Because even as disciples, we're going through some things. Even as disciples, life is real unto us. And we're dealing with things daily. But I tell you, like I said, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. You keep pushing. You keep pushing. Amen. You keep pushing. You keep doing all those things that is on your heart to do. You're crying out to the Lord. You're seeking God's face. You're reading the word. You're studying. You're praying. Keep doing those things. Just keep it up. Keep it up. Your breakthrough is right there. Your breakthrough literally is right there. Literally right there. You just you just can't see it because the circumstances are clouding your vision. And I'm not talking about your carnal vision. I'm talking about that. Oh my God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm talking about that of your discerning. But when you stop trying to look in the carnalness and begin to focus that on the spirit, you'll see it. When you stop trying to perceive things in that of the carnalness and start perceiving things in that of the spirit, then you will see. And that's something that we all need to do. You know, and I know I myself included need to do it more. And I'm, I'm aware of that because I see things, I sense some things, and then there's some other things I don't. And I'll be like, oh, because I'm not allowing myself to sense it. I'm sitting here looking, trying to see and trying to perceive it in that of the flesh instead of, you know, so I have my moments. And that's why I'm telling you. You know, let's stay focused so that we, you know, we can perceive everything in, in that of the spirit. So we stand woke. All right, my brothers and sisters, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for your time. God bless you. And I pray that this message has been gloriously blessful unto you. And as your day continues, hey, stay in expectations. And no matter if what your expectations for does not come unto you in the way that you in expectations for, in the way that you designed it to be, still be thankful, still be joyful, and still keep that level of expectation. Amen. And until next time, continue to do that what is needed to stay safe and healthy. And may all things be blessed in that of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray. God bless you, my brothers and sisters. And until next time.